What's up, everybody? Hello. Oh, Andrew, so nice. Hi, everyone. That was a really Hi. gentle, like, what's up, everybody? It's great to see you. Very warm. Uh, well, p- part of it is mm-hmm. I just took a hit of uh, drugs that I think raised my heart rate. <laughs> so I was, I was fighting that. He's talking um, about his inhaler, everybody. Don't think we're, we've are we suddenly gotten very rock and roll on this podcast. <laughs> Inhalers are rock and roll. It's a hit of drugs. It is a, it yeah, is a hit of right, drugs. Andrew. And it does raise my heart rate. It's podcasters me, rock and roll. <laughs> you, you tell me. <laughs> Pod and roll. Not as much Andrew, rolling. is that something you say to people so they think you're edgier than you are? You're like, uh, hang on, man. Gotta go take a quick hit of drugs. Coke, just <laughs> quick hit. Take my drugs. No. People know. People, I, I'm, uh, I do stuff, but not... Not, not right stuff. before podcasting. I respect the institution of podcasting too much to do anything Me other too. than... I have too much respect for pod. <laughs> the inhaler that I need. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. This is yo, is this racist? I really am oh. fighting. My heart. My heart's moving a little bit. Um, I mean, it's a steroid, But I'm also tired. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's going to make you a little zippy. Yeah, I definitely, it's also, let me, let me, sorry, this is how infrequently I use my inhaler. Um, oh. Is there an expiration not, date on that? It has not actually <laughs> expired yet. Normally, when I'm like, shit, I need my inhaler, like the couple times a year I need my inhaler, I'm like, damn, this shit is seven years old. <laughs> um, this if one you only need an inhaler a couple times a year, is there something different you should have? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I I think it's it's uh it is kind of that like just in case kind of, but I'm I'm okay. like kind of the lowest level of asthma you can you can kind of have, I think. Congrats. I think. I guess I don't know. I don't I don't understand that much of this. But this this expires June 2022, which is big for Ooh, me. Big big for me to out. have in but I do think normally inhalers are the kind of shit where it's like like it doesn't expire for like a minute, you know. Mm-hmm. They're like they're usually it's like yeah, you got like five years on this bad boy. Yeah, they're so, not milk. No. On a scale of milk to inhalers. <laughs> yeah, as far as tough shit, what's tough your expiration? Goes, <laughs> yeah, I'm um, way inhaler. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'm I'm feeling a little bit like milk these days, but. That's okay. This is the podcast. Yo, is this racist? As Andrew said, that's Andrew T. I'm I'm Tawny Newsom. Uh, We have our producer, Kevin Bartelt. Uh, We're going to listen to some voicemails about racism, but first we're going to talk about some current events, the currentest events. That makes us sound like news. We're not news. If you're a new listener, we're not news. We just give you a little something to latch onto at the top before we go into the questions because... We give you a a proof of life. We give you a a time-stamped topical something to let you know that we are not we didn't die a hundred years ago. That's all that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're, you're not listening to this from beyond the grave, right? This Within isn't the grave. Some, our grave. Some at our grave. Ref, this isn't some sound reflection we sent to another planet that has then reflected back, and that, we've been dead for a long time. I guess it could be. That being said, obviously, when I die um, at my at my uh, mausoleum. Uh, there will be a loop of every Yosis racist episode, sort of just running in perpetuity. Mm-hmm. Um, just to, because in a lot of ways that's my legacy, and uh, yeah. I think people will want to know um, why. Pod never why dies. Pod never dies. <laughs> um, 
Um, Did we have but no I, jokes aside? It yeah, it yeah. was a it was a wild week. Last week was a, a very wild week for news, and yeah. you know we had a guest, and it was Thanksgiving, and so there was yeah. there was no appropriate tonal gumbo <laughs> to strike. <Yeah. laughs> there was no combo that was gonna make anything right. Um, this week things are a little more calm. The most notable thing is that um, all three men involved in the murder of Ahmad Arbery were found guilty. How do we feel yeah. about that? You know, it's like it, it feels like like one of those like it still is a miracle, especially after obviously like Kyle Rittenhouse and like also after um, let's see the last uh, you know entire length of the United States of our justice system. So mm-hmm. you know, I guess it's like a thing where it's like celebrating, but like this wouldn't have even like gone to trial without, you know, extraordinary intervention from, uh, shoot, I don't have the name of the journalist in front of me, but, um, you know, it's, it's like a, this is a welcome exception, but the rule is still the rule. Uh, Mm. Does that feel? Yeah. And how much do you think that the, I hate saying public outcry, because when crimes like these happen, there should be public outcry. That should just be a normal that should just be yeah. a normal response. Um, but how much yeah. of sort of the online attention to it do you think affected this outcome? Honestly, probably none. Not none. But I, I do think online is less, you know, people serving on juries are less online than we think. Sure. That would be my my guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, there is the sort of danger of feeling like this is like one for them, one for us, one for the racists, right. one for the not like racists. Someone's keeping some terrible tally. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, I and but it obviously sort of as like human beings who participate mm-hmm. in a society, in our racist society, it's like hard not to kind of have that in your, if not your brain, kind of, I guess, I don't want to say your heart because it's not like that's what people, but it's just sort of the subconscious. Like that's sort of just how it feels. And like, um, maybe, I don't know. I, yeah. I, I think it's like the reality is like, yeah, there's, they're not equal. And, and you see like, um, the types of justice being meted out, um, mm. justice, quote unquote justice. I don't know. Injustice, mm-hmm. legal system. Justice and the lack thereof. Yeah. I don't know. Um, at the same yeah, time, but, I do think I th- oh, go ahead. Oh no, I was just going to say, but it was still it was nice to see some justice served. Yeah. And I think there is the converse of that is it's super important to celebrate the the victories when they come because they are rare and mm. they are um what's necessary to keep everyone like to have any chance of um cele- the celebrating it and and feeling something is like um. Yeah, it, it's the only chance we have for any sort of like better society, but mm. just hard. And also, I think for me specifically, or not me specifically, but assholes like me who are who are like, don't, don't, don't get too excited. Um, it's probably mm-hmm. the wrong message to send. So, you know, it's a little of both, I suppose. How are you feeling? I feel like yeah, I felt a little of that like. Oh, you know, Rittenhouse didn't go our way, but this one did. Like, it's a fucking sporting event, which is a a terrible thought to have. Um, 
but it it's it's hard when so much of the online discourse is set up as such a binary that yeah i'm just repeating what you said but it's hard to not think in those terms so instead i had to think like well what what made the difference here was it just those particular jury members uh, versus that horribly biased uh civil suit or no that wasn't the civil suit sorry that was a richard spencer thing but um that horribly biased judge from the rittenhouse trial i don't know yeah yeah. And we all know that voting for judges is super important. If you didn't know before these last couple of weeks. Yeah. And don't just tick boxes, educate yourself on your judges. Yeah. I mean, that that was one of the small silver linings of last year was for me was like I, I feel like I've said it before, but like really actually like, you know, the way LA sort of woke up with like local politics a little bit, like um, you know, we got a new new DA, we we elected some city council members that were at least like better than the alternatives. Um, mm-hmm. And it's not perfect, but it's sort of like you see more, relatively speaking, more concrete change. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know, but then it's like, it's also understandable. Local politics is like boring and specific and difficult. <laughs> and like, you know, there's, I understand not wanting to deal with that shit, but um, I guess it is like one of those, like it's more power than you think. And it is mm-hmm. more like, like when you feel helpless, that is like at least something you can kind of do. Um, yep. Is that enough? No, yeah, that's something but. you can kind of do. No, it's not enough, but it's it is something. Yeah. yeah. It's something. Um did you notice Ed Holmes's Twitter account lately? No. <laughs> uh he's been uh turning it over to a different usually writer, um, usually from the Rutherford Falls room, but a different native writer oh, or comedy yes. person every day. Um, I, he was I just that. I'm sorry. Yeah. I only noticed because suddenly his tweets were like real radical and I was like, Hell yeah, Ed Holmes. Um, and then I was like, oh, oh, he turned it over to native folks each day. Um, not that I he mean, isn't that radical. I mean, he turned it yeah. he turned it over, but it was pretty wild to see tweets like one of them said like uh, it was from a writer who's like, I'm a native writer. I'm also black. So we don't have to worry about reparations anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Ed, what? <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh. I thought that was, uh, you know, g- good. He's got like a, over a million followers. So it's yeah. nice to give exposure to folks who don't yeah. have that much exposure, obviously. And also, like, it's a good little bit of promo for Rutherford Falls, um, his show on Peacock with Janice Schmeeding, who you've heard on this show. And um, yeah, a great show featuring a lot of native talent. Yeah. It's one of those things where, like, right, this is like, you sort of see, like, like a result of representation. Cause that's a nice thing, right? It is like mm-hmm. both probably on some level profitable and the right thing to do for him to like, even just like give these people a bigger platform, which is like, yep. yeah, that's like, you know, it's just nice when those things can be consonant and, and hopefully they can be consonant more. Yeah. Um, and organic and seeming yeah. very, like, I don't know what it's, I haven't worked on that show, but he does seem like he has now made connections with these folks, yeah. the folks in the cast, folks in the writer's room. So it seems yeah. organic that he's turning over his Twitter account. It doesn't seem like a publicity thing. Yeah. And it, but, but I guess what I mean is too, it's like, you know, I'm sure on some level, like 
at some point there's there's like frustration like why do we need a famous white man to front this show like we so shouldn't sure. need this pov but you know it, there's kind of an element of like doing the best you can with what you got having mm-hmm. been filtered through like major corporations that are risk averse and sort of like not necessarily like racist intentionally but institutionally like racist or like unable to to you know take risks on people of color because of perspective which mm-hmm. is racist but like <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know what i mean you know what i mean uh, it's the relatively good kind of racism <laughs> Is it the I don't relatively know. good kind of racism? Kevin, don't let's, you dare title this episode that. Let's <laughs> let me keep digging this hole. But no, I, I, you know, I guess it's just like, yeah, one of the one of the many types of ways that things can get a little bit better is like even even it's the cold, you know, ultimately kind of racist, but better than nothing calculations of corporations. Like that's. Mm-hmm. You know, not maybe the preference, but it's a way, and it's something that is also good. Um, something. Uh, oh, I, I think I forgot. Um, the uh, this is not that fun, but obviously there's a new COVID variant, and uh, because it was dis- not discovered, but sort of identified and sequenced in South Africa, uh, all the racists are blaming South Africa for it, which is great. Omicron. Mm-hmm. I thought I genuinely mm-hmm. thought the Greek letter was Omicron. I guess I thought it was Omega. What's going on? What is this? I think Omega's after Omicron. But How many O's are in the Greek alphabet? <laughs> I think Omega's the after Z. You go from oh, Alpha that's to why o- you say Alpha to Omega. Okay, to Omega. I understand. I it's think, not like yeah. things that sound like English letters. That doesn't mean that that's what they are. I understand. I think it is a little, but not always. I think. I think I don't don't fact check us, but just laugh at us at how wrong I'm being. But I'm pretty sure Omega is the last letter of the Greek alphabet. I don't think it's safe. Yeah. Kevin, don't you dare fact check it. I'm not nodding. I don't want to see that nod. I'm not nodding at that. (laughs) I don't want to see a fucking nod from you. I want to be hung out uh, to uh, out out on a limb with with Mm -hmm. the. Greeks. (laughs) Greeks. <laughs> wow, this is really going in a bad. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but yeah, uh, you know, as usual, like South Africa or just Africa in general being treated as um, less than, or I, I think it's just like the racists heard South Africa and they were like, right, obviously this is, um, mm-hmm. you know, the the Africans causing this new variant, and that is van almost certainly not where it started from also though if it were where it started from the reason it started there is because there aren't any fucking vaccines uh because we uh in the we'll call it the western world but the rich countries have hoarded all of them like fucking dicks and of course this is how the shit is going to continue to mutate (sighs) i'm bored already with the way i'm talking i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) i'm not bored um oh i just wanted to shout out um azy dungy I might be saying that wrong. Azzy Dungy was the writer who was who currently has Ed Holmes' account, who I, mm. I didn't have their name in front of me, but a bunch of people have done it. And yeah, um, I don't have anything to say about COVID. Just get your boosters. Everyone, okay, please get your boosters. Get your yeah. flu shot. Think about get your others. boosters. I know it's like if you can force Joe Biden to force the world, the uh, pharmaceutical companies to release the fucking patents on those 
uh, vaccines because. Yeah, that part is wild. I know. I mean, we saw that even up in Canada when we when the Space Force cast went to Canada, we all had gotten shots in like late March, early April, and Canada didn't have any because they don't have facilities that manufacture them because they don't have as many people as us. So, you know, during the first world war or whenever we started building those types of labs, they elected not to because they have like 300,000 people in their country. Um, But that means that then they jump in that line that you're talking about that like South Africa and like Chad and all these places are in where you're kind of in a, in a global line to get vaccines if you don't manufacture them yourselves. Right. Well, I mean, I, once again, I'm going to just speak mostly out of my ass, but um, I believe there is like production capacity in places like India, but they just don't have the patents. Um, oh, sure. So yeah. In some places, they're a business decision. In some places, there are definitely production capabilities. And in some countries, there just aren't. And yeah. maybe there uh, will be after this global pandemic. No. It feels like the direction of the world is there are, is less. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, thought you were going to say feels like there isn't going to be an after. Oh, yeah. That's also extremely true. But I guess that's Oof. a little little grim. Um, let's see. Do we, do we end before we go to the voicemails? Anything nice? We all, we all saw each other. That was nice. It, we yeah. did. You guys came to my house. That was such a treat for me. Thanks for having us. Such a treat, treat for you. Did you see how much fucking pound cake I ate? It was oh a treat for me. There was so many desserts happening. There were a lot of desserts. We did potluck style and people just brought, people brought the thing they didn't want in their home from Thanksgiving. Like they brought the thing that they were like, please, this was good, but please get this out of my home. Andrew might have brought an entire whole fish. I, Andrew, you were a star with that fish. Yeah. Smoked white fish. <laughs> so many little dogs. <laughs> one large rowdy dog. Yeah. One d- one large dog bigger than all three of the little dogs combined. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like if they if they were to gang up to take her skipper, yeah. they would still lose. Yeah. Three if we put all of uh Mabel Peanut and Edie in one dog sized trench coat, they would still get their asses whooped. <laughs> Um, Leah and I were sitting in like a chair that was like facing the sunset, just taking it in. And then someone walked over to us and I could hear them like say to each other, like, oh, they're so cute. And I remember thinking like, oh, wow, that's nice of them to say. And then the other person went and so well behaved. And then I was like, (laughs) oh, they're talking about the dogs. (laughs) They're talking about the dogs. You and Leah did Mm -hmm. look really cute, though. Nate commented on it this morning. He's like, did you see Kevin and Leah sitting? That is like, that's like my sunrise bench. Oh, Um, it was awesome. It's good for sunsets, too. And he was like, did you see them sitting on the the bench watching the sunset? So the whole ride home, I kept saying, we were so well behaved tonight. (laughs) (laughs) You really were. You didn't freak out. You didn't bite anybody. Nope. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I ate everything on my <laughs> plate. <laughs> you really did. <laughs> it was so fun. Yeah, it was so awesome to see see everyone and get a little yeah. and and maybe catch catch an episode of True Stories uh, streaming yeah. live on Netflix right now. Totally, I don't know yeah. anything like that could have happened. Um, yes, it was awesome. Thank you for watching it with me. I am in that show. Mm-hmm. So I'm in that show a good amount. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just funny great. when you watch it and you're like. Oh man, they cut this scene. They cut that. Oh man, and this scene. You got to see this cool outfit. Mostly, yeah. I was lamenting the outfits you don't get to see. But I'm still really, <laughs> really pleased with it. 
Uh, speaking yeah. of dogs, there was a great moment during that screening where one of the dogs put their entire face in front of the projector and it just filled up the <laughs> entire screen. It was really cute. It was adorable. Just a whole dog face. And then I think she could tell that the light was like we were saying, like, stay out of the light or whatever. Uh-huh. She's like not even two years old. Um, and so she tried to like army crawl underneath <laughs> it. I was like, that shows a lot of awareness for a yeah. dog to be like, let me stay out of the light that's showing them. I don't know what she thought, but <laughs> crawled her little body underneath it. it was that was cute. so cute. It didn't even occur to me that that's what was happening. But yeah. Yeah, because um, every time she'd stick her head up, people would be like, skip her down, skip her down. Mm-hmm. So then she just started to like <laughs> belly crawl across. Anyway, <laughs> dogs, food, celebrating a show I did. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that was kind of the last show before vaccines. Everybody was tested like crazy, but... Mm-hmm. Oh, that was kind of the maybe the scariest, not because of anything, just because nobody was vaccinated yet. But now mm-hmm. it feels significantly mm-hmm. safer. On also, set. also because of the scripts, spooky. Th- uh, That's true. Thrilling, sure. not not spooky, but thrilling, mm-hmm. tense. Mm-hmm. It was. Yeah, it was not you. A comedy. You oversold how much it wasn't a comedy, and I was like, "This is very funny," and yeah. Patty's being very funny in it. And then it was like, "Oh shit." <laughs> <laughs> well, because I think, yeah, well, what's what's also wild is that I've never really done a not comedy. And so when I got my just like audition sides, all my lines are funny. So I was yeah. like, this is great. And then <laughs> I got cast. I was like, cool, cool. And then I got the full script and I was like, what? Holy shit. <laughs> Wait, what's going on? <laughs> um, yeah. So just try to warn everybody. Don't don't sit down and watch it with your kids or something. I have a lot of Star Trek yeah. people that are like, you know, Lower Decks is adult, but it's more, it's a little more family friendly. So there's a lot of people being like, I can't wait to watch this. And I'm like, I, I don't know. I don't know mm-hmm. if it's going to be your watch speed, it alone. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. But thanks. For there's the probably, I, I haven't seen the whole season, so this might not be true ultimately. But there's probably just the Tawny Newsome super cut that is fine for. That's true. If someone <laughs> wants to edit that, just all of my scenes. You'll yeah. still get what's going on in the A story. <laughs> <laughs> I do I do like that kind of shit where you're like, in a world where if someone only watched the B story, it's like, very different mm-hmm. show. <laughs> but hey, just, you could just watch a little kids, peek behind the Hollywood curtain, y'all. Um, yeah, we edit a, your shows, everybody. Let's take a little break. Should we shows. take a little break and then come back? Let's do it. I'd right. love it. Me too. We are back. We're back. Let's see. So, you know. Oh, we do want to say, before mm. we get into the voicemails, we should have said this right oh, up Oh, yes. Front. Boy, we really should um, have. There's still time. Please get us your uh, holiday-themed voicemails. I'm oh, talking yes. mm-hmm. Hanukkah. I'm talking Christmas. Mm-hmm. I'm talking Christmas Eve. I'm talking Kwanzaa. I'm talking New Year's Eve. All your mm-hmm. holiday. Did I miss any holidays in there? Boxing Day. <laughs> All your holidays. Get us your holiday theme. You want to know about Zvarty Pete, the little blackface Dutch children? We've talked about it every year, but we'll do it again. We'll keep doing in. it. Get them in. Boy, do we, we want to record time. a couple episodes early so that we don't we have We really to. do. We need to knock them out early, y'all. So please, please, please. So please. Get no them in so that we can take a break. <laughs> too dumb. Um, yeah. No question too short or dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of that, also... Uh, if you are a suboptimal 
uh, subscriber, you will be in for uh, a little treat. Um, so just as just just a reminder, we're coming up on uh, one year of uh, suboptimal pods being uh, a thing uh, of us going independent. And so if it's possible, if you have enjoyed um, supporting us and you got a one year subscription, you know, please, please consider uh, renewing. Um, and if you're yeah. on month to month, just snap your credit card in half and don't worry about it. You're good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just throw it in the ocean. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. No, but we thank are, you. We, we appreciate it. We really do appreciate it. And it's the only way we'll keep doing this show. Um, yeah, I think we're, I was looking for the exact date. I thought we launched December 1st last year, but I don't have it in my calendar. So it may have been a, a day off here or there, but let's just call today. Yeah. The day that this episode is releasing, yeah. December first, two thousand one. Happy one birthday anniversary to, to anniversary you. you. Happy suboptimal anniversary to, to us. you. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> yep. And that is exactly yeah. how how planned, as planned as it sounded. Okay, mm. let's kick it with a voicemail. <laughs> hey guys, I got a question that connects ducks and racism. My sister had a couple of pet ducks that she decided she didn't have time to care for anymore. So she put them up for free on Craigslist and said, take them for pets or for eating. They were the eating kind of ducks. I don't care. She got a call from somebody that had some type of Asian accent. She couldn't, she didn't specify and said, sure, come get the ducks. But since they had that accent, she thought, man, they're probably going to eat the ducks. Was that racist? She called me to ask. I don't know. She told you to ask. Mm-hmm. She's making you stick your neck out with this foolishness. I mean, this is right at the corner of a certain type of ethics that I, I'm kind of actually unprepared to answer. Because mm. I like, I absolutely eat meat. Uh, I will eat a duck. But I also think ducks are cute and i would be very personally squeamish about killing a duck so that mm-hmm. feels like a moral failing on my part somehow multiple well, ways is... i guess it's a moral failing <laughs> well it is a you know there is a hypocrisy i share it with you i will eat animals and yet i don't like that i do it like there there is a cognitive dissonance that is happening whereas you know i grew up on a ranch and we didn't eat any of those creatures and I I think that I think that's shaped how I see like what is a what's a pet versus what's food and mm-hmm. I don't know I I'm not right I know I'm not right so don't don't add us with the fact that we're wrong because we know it but yeah we're right we're, we're wrong <laughs> even more we than it, usual a, we want to tell everyone we're wrong on this one we're always a little um, wrong but today we're extra wrong. But I do want to say that if if you are giving away animals and you because we would do this all the time. I grew up on a ranch. There were all kinds of animals coming and going. You would you had little message boards. You told people like, hey, I, you know, I'm I'm low on funds this month and I have too many hogs. So like anybody who wants a hog or needs one for their yard or whatever. I forgot what hogs do. That's good for your yard. But I guess a better example is like goats. Like we had like Barbados sheep and goats that people would use to like keep their weeds down and stuff. So you needed to specify what you were comfortable with people doing with them or you needed to give them to people or sell them to people who you trusted. So, mm-hmm. and that's important because like, if that's a pet, if that's a pet chicken, 
you don't want someone to slaughter it, you need to make that clear. You need to only sell it to someone you trust. Yeah. If you don't care, which you, I guess is your prerogative to not care what happens to that animal, then I guess you don't get to have thoughts about somebody's fucking accent who's going to call and ask for the ducks. Well, that's like where it got like weirdly ugly because you're like, it was advertised as raise them or eat them, we don't care. Right, which um, is, well, that's the, wild to me. Um, so that's already like sort of the mindset of these folks, which is, again, different than my mindset. Um, and yeah, I don't, it is, I mean, the the ultimate kind of racism is that like, it, it boils down to the sort of, um, uh, probably it's, it's a little bit, it's the racism, speaking of holiday stuff, we can start a little early. Uh, is it Christmas Story? Is that the, is that the bells, movie? Jane, never seen it. Um, there's, there's, I know he sticks his the, tongue on a metal. Plate, yeah, yes, it's that one. It's the you'll shoot your eye out, kid. The but anyway, so, um, at the end of that, they go to a Chinese restaurant and it's incredibly racist. Um, and one of the quote horrifying things that happens is they get served a duck with a head on it, and that is like very gross to the the white Americans. Um, sure. So. You know, it, it is sort of dovetails, and and we've obviously seen it more in the last like year with the like the, I guess it's just sort of just like the eating habits of other cultures. Like, I think that is sort of the thing. It's like I think it's more ethical to be comfortable with slaughtering animals and realizing it comes if you're going to eat meat, like knowing mm. that it is from an animal and like not like from a plastic wrap thing or whatever, sure. like a headless not entity. Um, but that has been sort of turned and weaponized against Asian people, I guess in, in COVID times, Chinese people specifically, but obviously the racists don't split that hair. Um, so that's the kind of gross part of it, I guess I would say, is the like, you know what Asian people do, they'll eat anything, yeah. which is like from railroad times, essentially. So this is this, so your sister's fucked up for two reasons. One, because she was not clear what her ethics were around uh, parting with these animals. And well, now, because obviously, yeah. if you didn't feel some type of way about somebody eating them, you would not, the, the question advertised. of the accent wouldn't have even come up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, it's also just like, maybe I'm looking at this from, not that that sort of excuses the bigger cultural thing of it, but I'm like, if this person, I guess, potentially truly sees no specific problem mm. with uh, eating these things. I guess I, I could see how they would, might feel this is not a value judgment that they made. It's just, it's just a, quote, observation or a little mm. bit of telling it like it is. But just think that, like, Asian people will eat anything stereotype, especially now. It's like, I'll tell you what, my parents have an yeah. accent. They sure as fuck can't kill a duck. <laughs> I don't know why the way you said that is so funny. Oh I guess my god, it's the fucking duck rhyme. <laughs> I don't know, uh, but I'm like, no, it, it's just like the fact that they can't, not that they wouldn't. That you're just like judging them oh, like they're right, unable right, right. to. <laughs> uh, I promise you, they are physically incapable. They 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 <laughs> haven't they haven't the means for many reasons. Also, like it's about to be the holidays. This is like. You could have easily just been like, oh, maybe these are a Christmas present for somebody's kids. But yeah. the fact that that she went straight to, they're probably going to eat yeah. them. 
It's definitely her. But it's like, yeah, and like like clearly putting a value judgment after like most Americans ate a turkey, like, Mm -hmm. which was killed, I hope. Yeah. Like, so. What's the other option? Suicide? What are you talking about? No, I mean, I guess eating it live. I don't know. Both are insane. Both of us are insane for both of those suggestions. There's nothing but the only turkey anyone has eaten was murdered. Mm -hmm. Or at least tortured. That's what I'm saying. Andrew. (laughs) Oh, this is very... Why did we... This has begun to already such an unpleasant place. Anyway. It started um, It's not our fault. It's the duck lady. She should have labeled those ducks as pets and only sold them to folks she knew were going to keep them. To white people. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know Um, if you've met a lot of country whites. That's what. That's the other thing, right? They'll eat the hell out of whatever they buy. Like, yeah. I don't know. I. I mean, no, I do know, but I'm like, I guess. What do you do with something like this? I mean, I think it is like. I. I would say we're in especially sensitive times again. Like to the extent that like Asian people are being targeted for like street violence. It is. Mm literally based off of this stereotype essentially like the the Mm -hmm. dirty dirty chinese of it Mm -hmm. so it's worth not evoking that kind of no matter what like that's why it's that's why it's gross and that's why it hurt people and even if you didn't mean it that way which it's like all right if you truly just in your whatever like craigslist post or like facebook marketplace was like ducks raise a maritum i don't care wild which also is just so intense (laughs) a wild thing to say most people have very strong feelings about which one they what they are for and what you do with them it is true yeah but i guess that's not everyone i mean i guess you know i'm clearly not not a farm person i don't know in the in the community i grew up in that would have been a wild post to see like wait yeah are these pets are they is it food i think if you if you routinely raise animals for food. I imagine you have a different relationship with like it's like fun to have them around but then some, you know, the time comes. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, God, I, a... I I also did know people who kept them as almost kind of pets but knowing that when they were of a size they were going to be slaughtered and I I didn't love it but I, I felt like I understood where those people stood. I'm having a problem with this person's wishy-washiness is what it's coming down to. Is that I don't think they know what they were comfortable with ethics-wise. Right, right, right. And now they're judging some possibly Asian people for something they may or may not do. Right. And it, can, it maybe it's... Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I guess the racism Kevin, part is... We're stumbling on the... Yeah. The, we're stumbling the, on the uh, ethical part. Do you want to weigh in as a vegan or do you not want to touch this one? Uh, I mean, I was still kind of stuck on uh, suicidal turkeys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why do I did we, not think what he meant. They why were don't killed we, why don't we do, do another voicemail? <laughs> right. Let's just move, move on. And we said the racism part, fine. Mm-hmm. That's right. Hi, my name is Mike. I'm a middle-aged white guy from Minnesota. Uh, I've got a question. Lately, you want to hear the term powwow for meetings at work. I just kind of, uh, kind of rubs me a little little bit uh, like it doesn't feel right. Um, is using that racist appropriation problematic or is it just insensitive? Thanks. Bye. Ooh, quick and to the point. Yeah. 
kind of kind of uh this is maybe a bit of a greatest hits i thought we could you know just have a little uh mm-hmm. and i i didn't oh man i should i should have written down the order in which he uh ended his list of what is this but this oh, sort of right. goes back to an ongoing conversation um yeah i mean just sort of saying powwow to mean a meeting mm-hmm. is racist um But it is this thing that I feel like, I mean, again, it's not totally new, but like it's just, it does rub me extra the wrong way every time we hear it, which is like white people usually thinking that the list of shit he gave at the end is different and separate than racism. Like there's a little ranking that mm, matters. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. is it just appropriative? Like what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the fuck is that supposed to mean? Just insensitive, I think he ended it. And it's like, why the the like the often white the white need to like create these grades? Yeah. Um. I don't. Well, is there a place though? I for do get it. Just but, is there a place for pure ignorance? Yeah, but I don't. I, it's like I think here. Here's why maybe, and and maybe this is me not giving a charitable read to this, which is that like. Every time we hear this list, it's often, in my mind, presented as buckets as opposed to, like, um, I don't know, nesting dolls or, like, subsets. Like, mm. it's always, like, it sounds like it's like this or this or this or this. It's, it's you know, I think the, the clear mm-hmm. example is, like, like every, every often, not every time, but often we get a dating question. It's like, is it racist that I only date one race or is it just a preference? And mm-hmm. to me, it's that or of, like... Mm-hmm. Oh, the, it's the or and the just. We're like, mm-hmm. it's a preference and it's racist. Super, super simple. Like, yep. but Ta-da. like the the or and the just do so much work um, to like try to create these like, I don't know. Yeah, it's like, it's all racist. You can put like different types of reasons for it or details to it, but mm-hmm. it's all racist. It's okay that it's all racist. I mean, it's not okay, but it's okay to call it all racist and then figure out what you how we're gonna do about it. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't know. I think I just, so. like hate the list. I hate the fucking list. Every time you bozos write in or call in and they're like, is it this or this or this or this? And it's like, are your minds really that simple that that's the best you can do? Like you can see the nuance, but you can't understand that it's all fucking you know subsets and supersets of the same kind of shit that our country and our world is based ah i got myself riled up i'm sorry (laughs) yeah maybe it's just the or between them maybe it's the yeah maybe it's looking at it more of like what combination of things is it yeah what is this like fucking pokemon like it's not like like maybe it's not like you're like yeah Probably kind of is. Uh, In a lot of ways, it's it's Pokemon. It's just frustrating that we get this question so often. That it's like so ingrained in people's thinking. And it's just like so wrong and stupid to me that I don't know what to do about it other than this. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm just having a day. I'm all amped up for my fucking inhaler. This is the inhaler talking. Oh, I see what's going on. Andrew took his hit of drugs. And now... Mm -hmm. He's, he's going full crazy. blast. He's angry. <laughs> he is full speed ahead on the anger train. And I get it. Um, 
Yeah, I know that. I know that I used to use powwow before I knew that it was bad. And I feel like that was yeah. a combination of ignorance and the racism that comes with growing up in like horsey communities. There's yeah. so much shit like that that I had to unlearn. And th- there's so much shit that just relates back to like rancher times and language that's used around like horse stuff. Yeah. That you don't even you don't even think about until you're like, oh, wait a minute. We can't say that. Yeah. Um, or it's like and it's it's like good natured. And like, look, one of the mm-hmm. I think one of the things, especially with native folks that has happened is so much of our language around it is like um like almost infantilized. Like it's yes. like, like we like the- yeah, cover the you know, the shit that we've done to native people by like making it cutesy. And and thus, using it for kid related stuff like yeah um, before yeah. when we used now we say sit crisscross applesauce how what we used to call it and yeah all those things that become so kid oriented yeah and it's just like yeah, yeah that hides a lot of fucking ugliness um yeah um but oh, then it's which, like you can do oh, it without like malice sorry go ahead no i was just gonna say speaking of which um i probably shouldn't even say the old name but there was a popular ski resort uh, that just changed their name, not just, but they recently changed their name. And uh, Secretary of the Interior, Deb Haaland, w- was like, great, now we should stop calling all things this this term. Um, I think oh, now yes, the ski yes, resort yes. is called Palisades Tahoe. But this was a ski yes. resort that like, I mean, all the little fucking rich kids that I went to high school with would go up and like learn to snowboard at. And we said it all the time. And I never knew, I never knew that word's original meaning. You guys can look yeah. it up. I'm not going to say it on here. Um, I never knew that word's original meaning, so that's a true example of of ignorance coming out of someone else's racism by naming a yeah. ski resort that word and sexism. Well, but and sexism it's also too. like it's like it's so because it's just like it's understandable if you didn't know. It's fine. Yeah. It doesn't make it not racist that it happened, but it right. doesn't. It's just like, yeah, just like, it's like, like they you weren't or, aware. Yeah, it's or like is it having something stolen? It's like the car's still stolen. You didn't steal it. You didn't know, but you yeah. still got to go back. <laughs> yeah. And it's fine. It's just like you can move forward with this new mm-hmm. knowledge rather than needing to nitpick about like which bucket of it racism. Like, what is a way? I guess ultimately mm-hmm. maybe it's annoying too because it is a way to like, dance around the word racist by like giving it all kinds of other like terms that then mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean I I do respect soften it that psychologically I think like white people particularly need like some psychological method of coping with racism. Mm-hmm. And maybe this is how they do it, but it is sort of endlessly frustrating and childish to me. Sure. I guess it can be both. For sure. See? Look at me. Look at me seeing white people for who they are. You know, I see you, white people. And wow. Kevin. <laughs> Sorry, Kevin. <laughs> Why did I do that? You're not wrong. <laughs> Kevin, uh, I like your Cubs jersey. Thank you. You're Inspired by uh, Yo Can We Live. Tracy and yeah. Andrew told me to finally get some sports stuff because I've been wanting to. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. They well, forced me. If you want to hear the rest of this fucking conversation, Andrew, no one cares. No one suboptimalpods.com. Uh, we appreciate you. Thank you for your support. Truly. We really, I mean, yeah, this is, uh, as as usual, our, you know, we, we're, we're bad with anniversaries and dates, but this is, this is our, you know, sort of thank you truly to everyone who's listened all year and supported mm-hmm. us while we've gone independent. Um, yep. 
It we got is, some. Um, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, it's it's like this is this has been um, our best year of podcasting, except yeah. obviously from a business perspective, it has been our best year of podcasting. I guess I don't know. Like it's obviously it's been hard for many many. Many emotionally, or, yeah, not oh, emotionally. Yeah. I mean, of look, course no. not. <laughs> Content-wise, the show is always a hellhole. But <laughs> yeah, it's so difficult. Uh, so painful of, to do this. But in terms of you know. us having excitement about uh, seeing each other and working on stuff together, yeah. and getting the outlet of getting to work on non-racism things, that has really yeah. helped yeah. helped to do this. And, um, and not not being, we'll say, screwed by our previous arrangement. Yeah, it's nice to it's nice to just like uh, work for yourself. I'll say. Um, yeah. Look, it's a, it's the season of giving. We can be charitable. It's nice to just work for yourself. That's what I'll say. Yeah. Um, yeah. The upcoming things coming to the Suboptimal Bundle, uh, if you subscribe at suboptimalpods.com, we have uh, the little concert film that I made around this time last year, Transmissions from the Compound. We're putting that in there for free. So if for whatever reason you didn't um, head over to watch it on Vimeo uh, before, maybe you didn't want to pay for it or couldn't pay for it, if you're a bundle subscriber, that'll be in there. Um, there's also, there's been a, a Transmissions watch-along track with me and Bethany and uh, our director, Sean. But now if you now if you weren't able to listen to that before because you hadn't seen it, now you can see it. Um, we're also going to do a little New Year's Eve hang with me, Kev, and Andrew. We're going to do mm-hmm. some trivia questions about Star Trek and various other things. We're calling mm-hmm. that episode, Is a Hedgehog Bite Bad? <laughs> if you don't know why, you got to listen to Yo Can We Live. It. It won't make sense, but at least you'll understand where this came from. Uh, I think we so could yeah, also little... say there'll be an appearance from some dogs, if, if yeah. at least off mic. Oh, it's going to be great. There's going to be dogs. Yeah. There may be a hedgehog. We're going to have drinks. Mm-hmm. So that'll be something that'll drop on uh, December 30th, and you can listen on the 31st or whenever, whenever you want to mm-hmm. listen. Uh, what else do we have in the bundle? We mentioned it last week, but we are we have been getting uh, shout outs for the Andrew and Zig go to Costco uh, nine, <laughs> nine minute episode. Thank you to I, people nice. who said they've enjoyed it. I uh, uh, will have to take uh, someone else to Costco because Zig's out of town for a minute. But um, yeah, I, I think uh, still sort of TBD, but some sort of more field recording thing. I think I think we may need to up our our technical game on that. But I guess, you know what, between Kevin, how much of a pain to the ass it is for Kevin and how much of a pain <laughs> to the ass to listen to. Someone someone tweet me, at Andrew T. Just let mm-hmm. me know what you thought about it and if you have any advice. Because if you can't tell from the recording, I'm freestyling it. It's fine. Um, and I am at Trondy Newman. And uh, yeah, then we have Kevin, who is... Now at Kevin J. Bartelt across all platforms. Look Isn't that me. a dream? Look no more world. dual info. Also, one more thing. Uh, we're going to be doing a live Yo's is Racist at San Francisco Sketch Fest January 22nd at 7.30 p.m. at Cobb's Comedy Club. Uh, I put the ticket links in the description. And is that all we got? I think that's everything. That's all we got. That's all. That's a. We did it. Tune in this Friday for Yo. Yeah, where well, you'll hear 
the exciting conclusion. I've done this too many times. I've done this bit too many times. But you will we'll talk. Oh, merch. Oh, yeah. Yes. So thank you to folks who have bought uh, shirts at suboptimalpods.com slash merch. You can get the duck and around and 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 find and out and shirt. Uh, or you can just get shirts that say suboptimal. Thank you so much for the folks who've been buying them and taking pics and sending them to us. We love it. Get some They're for the holidays. The best. I'm so, it's so dope. All right. Bye, everyone. Peace. Bye-bye. Bye. This is Suboptimal.